Hey guys, welcome to Status Random. This is episode 39 and it's called, I'm just going to go with it again, F-Anxiety. Um, so since we've been on lockdown, I can't even blame it on lockdown. My anxiety is out of control. I didn't have anxiety for two days, which was good, um, but it's back and it's roared is it's rug, ruggly hood. It's ruggly head. <laughs> I can't even talk. It's ugly head. Good Lord. Last week... Or the week before, I started getting this facial swelling and flare-ups, and I thought it was because I ate tomatoes consecutively. So backstory, since I have my gallbladder out, anytime I have tomatoes, um, I have really, really bad problems with my stomach. So if you can keep your gallbladder as long as you can, keep it, because it changed my life forever in a negative way. Um, I never had issues with my gallbladder. They just happened to find stones and polyps, and then they scared me into having it out, they said. It could be cancer. We need to get it out. And I waited a whole year because I chickened out. And then I got it out because we were coming to England. Um, and uh, because we found out we were coming to England well before. So I got it out and everything was great. Like the first three weeks or even first three months were great. And then all of a sudden I had this pain that started in my stomach and moved to my chest where I couldn't breathe. And come to find out it was like where you have this gas and it pushes on your vagal nerve or it, it pushes on your chest wall too. And it gives you a sensation you can't breathe. It would happen in the middle of the night. Um, so I think it's like a hiatal hernia or something like that for a minute. But either way, I'm used to that pain and it doesn't happen very often, but it does happen still. But I became uh, having reactions to tomatoes. Um, I would get like this line across my face and like almost like a mask. Um, almost like a burn on my face. Well, anyways, it started getting worse and worse recently to the point where my face felt like a sunburn and my face would turn like blotchy red, yellow and puff up. So I went to the dermatologist and the dermatologist said, I don't know what it is. It looks like allergic reaction. I can't help you. Let me say I need an allergy. Again, here we go with the bad doctors because this lady didn't even really care she was talking so fast and every word or every other word was about take this pill, take this pill, take this pill. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Like, why don't you find out what it is before you start pushing pills? Anyways, I ended up walking out with four different medications. One um, was a steroid. The other one was an EpiPen. Okay, so five medicines. The other one was Allegra for allergies and Flonase and some other nasal thing. And then I walked out with two blood tests. Um, a, I'll have to look up one of the T words, but a tomato blood test, um, which when I had the skin test a few years ago, it came up slightly elevated, but not enough to cause it positive. So that was interesting. The other um, test they did was called, I'll tell you one second... It is called uh, tripetase, tripetase, tripetase. I think it's something with your bone marrow or something. So when I walked out of there, I was scratching my head like, okay, this doesn't make sense. Like, you're not telling me what the issue is. I'm crazy. Like, my face is now, I have physical sensations, right? I started taking the Allegra two days ago. Um, the first night, I started feeling a little funny, um, and I... Not anxious at all, though. It was weird. Like, I had no anxiety. So <clears throat> I took the medicine, and I had horrible nightmares. 
um, I started getting chest pain and it was really weird. It was on the left side chest pain and I just thought, okay, it's gas trapped, whatever. And then the next day I woke up and I had no anxiety. Like I even drove at night. I did all kinds of stuff, but the physical symptoms, my knees started hurting really bad. And then fast forward to last night, I took it again because I thought I could split the pill in half, but when come to find out you can't because you may get the time release at a different time or whatever. So it wouldn't be equally and you could get all the symptoms. So I didn't, I took it late last night and I started getting the chest pain again. And I just thought, oh, well, maybe it's because I had like cabbage or whatever. It's just a lot of gas. And then my pains and my legs hurt so bad. My knees are killing me. So then today I'm walking to school and I get the chest pain again. And of course my anxiety is like, okay, wait a minute. It's not a heart attack because I slept through it and it didn't wake me up in my sleep. It's got to be a muscle pulled or something. But in my rational thinking in my head, there is no rational thinking. Your first thing is to fight or flight. You're dying, right? So I panic and panic and panic and I get home and it finally stopped. I I don't, the symptoms from like the side effects for me from Allegra is far more worse than being on my Zyrtec and just feeling tired all day long. I don't know if my body is really liking it at all. So I wanted to go through for some of you that don't have um, generalized anxiety disorder, uh, I wanted to go through some of the symptoms and then tell you what I believe my anxiety is from. Not only from anemia or whatever, but I think there's actually something that I'm taking that's causing me to have worse anxiety. Um, So the physiological symptoms of GAD, which is general anxiety disorder, is restlessness, sense of dread, feeling constantly on edge, difficulty concentrating, and irritability. Okay, the physical symptoms are, and there can be hundreds of symptoms, Dizziness, tiredness, a noticeably strong, fast, irregular heartbeat, muscle aches and tensions, trembling or shaking, dry mouth, excessive sweating, shortness of breath, stomach ache, feeling sick, headache, pins and needles, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep. Those are the same symptoms for heart attacks too. So of course with somebody who has anxiety, if you look up heart attacks in women, it has like 90% of those. So, of course, there's no way to fully know if it's anxiety, but I've come to the realization that when I look up on drugs.com any kind of antihistamines I'm on, I started antihistamines when I was in Germany, and that's where the anxiety had started as well. Um, And this is before the mold house, so I had functioning anxiety. Didn't know what it was. I just thought, oh, whatever. I had all the symptoms. I was on Zyrtec or Claritin at the time through ENT. So fast forward, I was on antihistamines and the anxiety started to get worse. We moved to Scott Air Force Base and I switched to a different antihistamine because I was having all of the, <clears throat> gosh, my throat, these issues from living in the mold house, like swelling of the eyes and bloodshot and hearing loss, all these things. So they put me on the other one like Claritin or Zyrtec. I don't know, vice versa. Okay, and so I had severe anxiety there, severe anxiety, like to the point where sometimes I couldn't do anything physically, mentally, anything. I was drained. And then we moved to England, and I wasn't on any antihistamine, and I was great. I had no anxiety. I was cool, calm. And then I got the vertigo in March. 
they put me on antihistamines again, and my anxiety reared its ugly head. So when you put two and two together, I think the antihistamines are what's causing it. Can I get off of them? I can't because not only am I allergic to everything in England, so is my dog. It's like, it's never ending. So the only thing that doesn't give me anxiety is Flonase. I wonder if you can just be on Flonase and not antihistamine. Maybe I'm just hypersensitive to those things because even when I take my vitamin D, I feel my bones hurt. Like, it's hard to explain the first week when I get back on it. My bones hurt so bad. I don't know. I'm at a loss here. Like, anxiety is consuming my life. I still have a regular life with my friends and my kids and stuff, but I'm not the same me I used to be. I'm not the, hey, let's go do this. No, I always have to prepare now. Like, okay, if I'm anxious, where are the hospitals at? Where are the exits at? Where are blah, 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 blah. And that's not, I was such a control freak. I mean, I never even used to let my husband drive. And now I'm like, oh, you can drive everywhere. The constant feeling of tired, the physical symptoms are what get me the worst. If I didn't have the physical symptoms, I would be fine because I don't have the full-blown worrying. The physical symptoms make me have the worrying, if that makes sense. I know, it sounds crazy. I sound like a wackadoo, but I'm all trying to piece it together, and I keep getting stuck with really shitty doctors, and I'm so close to being asked to be put on anxiety medicine, but again, I'm so hypersensitive that I know that if there's side effects, I'm probably going to have them. So I'm having this muscle conduction Nerve and muscle conduction test next week um, to see the response from the muscle and the nerves to the brain. Hopefully that tells us something and I'm not crazy and it's not just full-blown anxiety because I want, again, my control freak self, want to put, I want to have a name to something. I don't like the name anxiety. Something has to be causing that anxiety. I don't think that anxiety is what you have. I think anxiety 90% of the time is secondary to what is happening. Whether your adrenals are messed up, whether you're under emotional stress. My daughter is going to have surgery um, this month and it's a lot of emotional stress. You think of what could happen. You pray that nothing happens. You also pray that the surgery works and so forth. So that's a, a lot of emotional stress as well. I just want to be able to go be the fun me. I just want to go live my full life. And I'm the type of person that likes to joke. But I think my joking and my funniness is hiding the real thing that I'm, you know, trying to cover up. I don't want people to be, I don't want to introduce myself like, hi, I'm Sean. I have, you know, anxiety issues, blah, 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 blah. There's a reason why I have anxiety issues. So that's what I'm still trying to figure out. I don't think... I know iron deficiency <clears throat> can cause them, but why can't I let my subconscious brain realize that they're not real? Does that make sense? Like, why can't I just tell my you know, subconscious self, like, hey, this is all just your body trying to adjust. Your body's telling you it's doing the right thing. Like they say, when adrenaline and fight or flight is like, you're in front of a lion, and your body tells you to get up, escape the situation. There ain't no damn lion in front of me. So why is my body constantly on fight or flight at times, you know? 
I'm on edge. I'm all kinds of things, irritable, no patience. So I'm trying to figure out the most simplest way to, to release it and ease it without taking a million freaking different medicines. And anxiety medicines work for some, and I've never tried it, so I can't even judge anybody, but I am so close to being like, sign me up, I've had enough, I want to be the normal me again. So give me some information, you know, what anxiety med works for you, you can secretly send me a message if you are um, afraid to, to say anything, and it's okay, you don't have to let people know that you have anxiety and you're, you're medicating. I mean, you have people like Lady Gaga who's on medicine, uh, Kristen, is it Bell? Kristen Bell, who who suffers from anxiety. And I do look up all these celebrities, and it makes me feel good. But I wish that some of them would talk out more about it. Maybe tell people their physical symptoms instead of just saying, I had a rough year. Like Lady Gaga, she will tell you she has it so bad, her fibromyalgia and anxiety, that she literally can't move sometimes. And to me, it's it's refreshing to know that someone that has so much money can still say, it stops me in my tracks. I have to rest and I have to take care of myself. You know, so uh, also what is, you know, people that have done CBT therapy, let me know what you think. You know, I, I'm, I'm ready to open up and take a lot of information and um, see what I can use that's other than taking all these antihistamines and, iron pills and vitamin D pills and B12 pills and, you know, all these natural things too. Like I need to figure a way to make this work. I need to get the old me. And this lockdown is the time I need to figure it out because once we're free and able to travel, I don't want to have any anxiety. I want to be out there and see the world. I'm tired of being locked up like a dang caged animal. I want to go do these things. So my dog is <laughs> grunting as he's sleeping. And he just celebrated his ninth birthday yesterday. What a milestone. This dog has been through hell and back with surgeries, for masses, for pulling his neck <clears throat> just a few months ago, and then just pulling his back. He's back to normal. But, man, it's like, <laughs> you're nine now, bud, and you need to calm it down. But, anyway, sidetracked. Um, let me know what worked for you. It may not work for everybody, but I'm willing to start somewhere. So let me know. Send me a message. Follow my Facebook page, Status Random. Um, you could send me a message on there. That works too. Uh, until next time, thanks for listening. This is F Anxiety with Sean. <laughs>